Man, if I would have known that starting a podcast would have made the city of LA win a bunch of titles, I would have done it years ago. You know, I would have made sure that I had a podcast, you know, right before Kobe retired. That way we could have possibly won a championship then. Holy shit, guys. LA won another title tonight. You know, obviously I've told said in the past that I'm an Angels fan, but when the city of LA wins a title, I feel like everyone in the city of LA and the surrounding areas wins. You know, it's kind of a big deal, especially, you know, a title for the Dodgers where they haven't won since 1988. And in 1988 was actually the last time both the Dodgers and the Lakers won in the same season. So it's just kind of a big deal. And I'm, I'm a little in shock. And I know that I've talked a lot in the past about how this this uh, this World Series title has an asterisk. My opinion on that has, has changed over the course of, of this World Series and definitely over the course of this Game 7. This was a or game, excuse me, Game 6. This was a crazy game. Um, <laughs> there's just I have a lot of thoughts. That's why I had to make sure that I got a pot in tonight. Uh, you know, on the on the eve of it, that way everything's really fresh for me. Um, the Rays were playing some really good baseball. Uh, Blake Snell. This was the second game that he pitched in this series. Blake Snell was unbelievable. He was just mowing through these Dodgers hitters. He had nine Ks, only threw about seventy six pitches, gave up only two hits. And the manager of the Rays, Kevin Cash, took him out of the game. He took him out of the fucking game. And I was texting a buddy. I was like, okay, they had better not take Blake. Like, if they take Blake Snell out of the game, they're going to lose. Blake Snell is the only pitcher for the Rays that was able to get the Dodgers out again and again and again. And, you know, even Glass now, who was supposed to be their ace this season, the Dodgers just completely destroyed him. And... Blake Snell, in Game 2, he completely destroyed the Dodgers. And in this game, he had everything working. You know, he the fastball was good. The changeup was good. His slider was good. He was locating all of his pitches. He was in control, uh, uh, total control on the mound. It was just like, you know, it, it was a masterful pitching performance. The next three batters he would have faced, Mookie, Corey Seager, and Justin Turner, they were a combined 0 for 6 with 6 strikeouts. He struck those dudes out each twice. So do you think all of a sudden that he was just going to forget how to pitch? I just couldn't believe it. As soon as I saw that, and Austin Barnes, so Austin Barnes got a single, and they took him out. And Blake Snell was pissed, and Blake Snell should be pissed. That was his game. He was going to force Game 7 for sure, and the Rays honestly had a really good chance of winning Game 7 with Charlie Morton on the mound. And Charlie Morton is a, a seasoned vet. He's a great pitcher, and he's a big game pitcher. He's pl- pitched in a ton of Game 7s in, in the playoffs, and he's he's just known for being really clutchy with that type of thing. And in baseball, that's that's an intangible where a lot of guys don't have it. But Charlie Morton's one of those guys that does have it, and apparently Blake Snell's also one of those guys that has it. This is a great example of taking analytics way too seriously and not looking at what you have in the game. The Dodgers are guilty of this many, many times. They've done it in the past where they are purely analytics- and they're not using their gut feel a lot of the time. But they went away from that in this series. They went away from that in this game, actually. Julio Urias, Urias, he pitched the last three innings of this game. They didn't go to Kenley. They didn't let Kershaw pitch. They went. They let Urias pitch, pitch the last three innings, just like he did in the LCS to beat the Braves. And he just owned it. He owned the mound. And that's not something that the Dodgers would have done in the past. They would have made sure that they got Trinan in there or they got uh, Kenley in there to be that, that typical closer, to have that closer role. But they decided to keep going with Julio because Julio was just rolling. And he was. And he struck out the all three guys in the night, well, two guys in the ninth inning, the last two guys. 
in the last two were were looking were looking they didn't even swing because the Rays don't have a good offense. They have that kid Randy Arozarena who's who was amazing this postseason, but besides that, they had a bunch of guys who were hitting under like a buck seventy five, you know, below the Mendoza line. You know, it's just I just I can't believe that what they did. That game was for sure the Rays to win, and analytics and manager Kevin Cash fucked it up, completely fucked it up. That was their game. They probably there's a good chance they could have won that series, and they didn't because. They literally they thought too much and they thought too hard about it instead of letting their you know Cy Young winner you know two years removed from winning the Cy Young in 2018 finish out the game and keep pitching until he gets into an actual jam. They took him out. The next pitcher that goes in there, Anderson, he's been pitching really bad this this postseason or this well, this this World Series. I think Bellinger hit a, a home run off him in Game One, gave up a leadoff double to Mookie, and then there was a wild pitch. Barnes scores, ties the game. And then uh, Seager hits a blue barely to you know first base. It's 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 a it's a it's a ground ball. Mookie reads it correctly, slides in, scores the run. And then in the eighth inning or seventh or eighth inning, Mookie hits a home run. They win three to one. Game over. Series over. Season over. It's done. The Dodgers won the twenty twenty World Series, and they. All Dodger fans had better just be super glad that Kevin Cash is the manager of the Rays and whoever's in charge of the Rays does what they do. That game was the Rays. And that's why I'm like, I was so stunned when it was when I was watching. I was like, there's no fucking way that they're going to do this. And they did. And I just can't believe it. I just, I really can't. If I'm Blake Snell, um, I get a one-way ticket out of Tampa Bay immediately. Because as a player, there's no way I can trust what my team's doing from now on. Um... They've done that to him a ton of times. They did it to him in game two, too, and it wound up almost costing them in that game because the Dodgers got hot. The Dodgers couldn't hit him because Blake Snell is an amazing pitcher. The Dodgers couldn't hit him. And instead of letting you know, a great pitcher go against these hitters, they took away their best asset. What the fuck are they doing? I just can't believe that even happened. You know, like... You you had it. You had the game. It was the sixth inning. There's still three more. Or, what was it? The it was a fifth or sixth inning. It's what. Regardless, I just couldn't. That's why I was like, I couldn't believe it. And you take him out with the heart of the order coming up with a guy who hasn't pitched very well in the postseason, especially the World Series. Get out of here with your analytic bullshit. That's just not gonna fly. I just can't believe it. Thirty two years is a long time. I I know I've told you guys before that. Um, I was at the 2017 World Series when the Astros beat the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium in Game 7. I was there. You know, I, I spent $800 on a ticket. So I feel like I feel like I'm a part of this one a little bit, even though I'm an Angels fan. I really do feel like I'm a part of this one. Um, I, I, like I said before, I like a lot of the players in the Dodgers. I really do. Justin Turner is one of my favorite players. They're an organization that has a lot of homegrown talent, and then they have a lot of guys that have bounced around the league that they wound up just bringing them in, except for Mookie. I think Mookie's the only guy that they really traded for. But guys like Justin Turner, Max Muncie, you know, Chris Taylor, Kike, these guys that have bounced around a little bit, but they found a home with the Dodgers doing playing, being able to play in multiple positions for a team that uses sabermetrics but has a great budget that they can also pay their guys once it's time for them to get paid. I don't know, man. It's just it's good for the city of LA after everything that's happened this year to win two of them. And I like to think that Camcast is a little uh is uh to is is 
is inspiring these guys to play better. No, I'm just kidding. But I do think it's interesting that this is episode 24, okay? And when you add up the number of titles the Lakers have, the Lakers have uh, in total 17, and you add up the number of titles that the Dodgers have, 7, that equals 24. And 24, of course, being Kobe Bryant. You know, for... You can make numbers. You can spin them to to say whatever you want, but I, I think there's something there. You know, twenty. This this has been the year for Kobe Bryant, and I think it's fitting that both the Lakers and the Dodgers win in a city that really needed that type of positive energy. You know, in a town, in a place, in a time, in a year where we really needed that positive energy, and I'm glad that the Lakers and the Dodgers were able to give some of that. Um, I said it the whole time that. I thought I think this this World Series was going to have an asterisk, you know. I thought that only playing sixty games was, it was, uh, <clears throat> it just wasn't seen as a full season. Obviously, so it it shouldn't be deemed as a full World Series. But after watching these guys compete in this game and watching them with their full emotions, this is real. You know, this was a real World Series. Um, every team had the same opportunity going in to win this World Series, and I think that's what makes it a real World Series. And you can spin it however you want. I do think the Dodgers had the most talented team this season. They had definitely one of the best offensive teams, top five. They had one of the best pitching teams, top five. One of the best defensive teams, top five. You know, honestly, one of the greatest... I'm not going to say greatest fan bases because a lot of you Dodger fans are fucking annoying and you know you are. So don't even fucking pretend like you're not, okay? You know you are. Um, I I love some of you guys, but some of you guys just suck. Um, (laughs) But... But the one thing you can say about the Dodger fans is they love their team. They really do. They love their team. And it's just like, you know, it's Laker fans too. Lakers fans love I mean, it's obviously some of that is because Laker and Dodger fans typically are the same fandom, except for me. You know, I'm one of the rare ones where I'm Lakers and I'm Angels. Well, not not rare in Southern California, but you, I, I don't want to get off topic. You know what I'm saying? But this to me is, this is a culmination of, of the last eight years of winning division titles I feel like they really needed to get this one, especially on a shortened season, because it might pop the cap and they might be able to just run it back next year and just maybe win a couple more. You know, they're bringing back a lot of the same players next year. Uh, Jansen will probably be gone. You know, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to talk a little bit about Kenley Jansen right now. <sighs> Kenley Jansen's done as a Dodger. He's completely done. Um, I knew he wasn't going to pitch tonight. There's no way in hell Dave Roberts would have put him in there again after he blew fucking uh, game four, with which was one of the craziest games I think any of us have ever seen, where the balls hit, Chris Taylor bobbles it in center, throws it to Muncie, Muncie short harms it to Will Smith, Will Smith loses it, they've scored the winning run, just, it was insane, right? But that goes into effect that Kenley, he's just not that guy anymore. Ever since 2017 when the Astros rocked him, he hasn't been the same. But somebody's going to trade for Kenley. Kenley will probably be on a team like, I don't know, like the Twins, who think that they're on the fringe, or like the White Sox, a team that think they're on the fringe, or honestly, <laughs> and this pains me to say, he's a, he's a prime candidate for the Angels. <laughs> I mean, there's there's one thing that the Angels do is we we give high amounts of money to players at the very end of their contracts, and we expect them to be as good as they were five to seven years ago. It's what we do. So I expect us to go ahead and get Kenley Jansen. I'm just kidding. I man, I fucking hope not. That'd be the worst thing ever. But I do expect the Angels to make a play for Blake Snell now. 
think Blake Snell has a couple years left in his contract. He's only like 25, 26 years old. Obviously has electric stuff. And Joe Madden is a is a is a manager that I feel like he'd like to play for because Madden's really old school. There's no way fucking Joe Madden is taking Blake Snell out when he's been pitching a gem. Don't only 76 pitches, nine strikeouts, only two hits. Joe Madden's not doing that. Um, I would love for my Halos to get Blake Snell. Uh, even though he looks like a crackhead, I think that he's an amazing player. <laughs> okay, you, you got to admit he looks like a crackhead. He's got those baggy eyes. He's got those little tiny little teeth, you know, like he's been shooting up or just snorting coke for his entire life. He just looks that way. He gives me real big, uh, he gives me big uh, trailer park vibes, like for sure. Like he was somewhere in in a rural town in Mississippi, you know, just eating sugar cane and drinking Yoohoo. That's <laughs> that's what I picture uh, Blake Snell doing. I don't know where he's from. I have no idea, but I'm I'm gonna picture. That's that's how I'll, I will view him as a guy drinking Yoohoo, eating sugar cane, um, wearing a cutoff. Uh, I cut off white tee and just looking like, and just being covered in mud. That's how I picture Blake Snell on his off days. Um, but yeah, guys, um, this, I really do feel for a lot of, of the Dodger fans here. I think that this, this city really needed it. And I'm hoping that this type of, of positive energy will, will power forward and maybe make my angels want to do something. Cause I, yeah, this is a Dodgers podcast episode, but I have to, everything always goes back to my lineage and my team. Because we have the best player in the world, and we need to take the model that the Dodgers have and use it. They're doing something right, okay? We have a better manager. We have the best player in the world. Mookie's probably second best at this point. We have Anthony Rendon. We have a lot of good players. We need pitching. You know, we need pitching. Just like, look what look what the Dodgers have. They have a ton of young pitching. Julio Urias is amazing. Dustin May and Gonsolin, they didn't do too well in the World Series, but they're great young pitchers. You know, the... They, the Dodgers did everything the right way. They have so much homegrown talent, it's it's disgusting. And they have more coming up every single year. They have Gavin Lux coming up, Kiva Ruiz coming up. They have a bunch of guys coming up through the pipeline. Yeah, you Dodger fans, I know a lot about the Dodgers farm system. I look it up because you have to, you always have to appreciate when somebody gets it right. And the Dodgers get it right most of the time. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. They've done everything right, and they're fully deserving of this title. And it, it's, in my opinion, they'll probably win two or three more in the next 10 years. With the with the collection of guys that they have here, the well-balanced roster, Andrew Friedman, if he stays, if Roberts continues to be the manager because the players love him, I don't see where the Dodgers can't win two or three more titles for the city of L.A. Um, I'd be annoyed by it, but I mean, it's we're, as long as it doesn't go to an East Coast team or a team that's really annoying like the Giants or the A's, or, you know, teams like that, I'd rather it be here with a with a bunch of players that I know are really good dudes, with a with a ownership group and a manager and, you know, a cast of guys that I think are really good people, like, to, the, to their core, they're good individuals. I'll overlook a lot of the trashy Dodger fans because I think that the people deserve it, and a lot of you Dodger fans don't. Man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm on a roll right now. Let's just keep going. Um... But yeah, I think I think I touched everything I wanted to touch on. Just that the game was game was crazy. I couldn't believe Kevin Cash is hor- I made a couple memes on the uh, Instagram page. That's cam.cast, K-A-M.K-A-S-T. And ooh, firework. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, fireworks have been going all over the neighborhood in uh, Ranch Cucamonga. Um Yeah, check out some of those memes. I made a couple Kevin Cash memes because uh he's definitely 
he's going to be getting a lot of hate mail, maybe a lot of death threats from a lot of players. I'm not sure how seriously they take their baseball in Tampa. I mean, it is a lot of old people there, but he's going to get grilled for a very long time, and uh, deservedly so. And I hope that Blake Snell becomes an angel because I really want that. Uh, I'm just, I guess at this point, I'm just sad that I have to wait until February for pitchers and catchers to report back to spring training, which hopefully I'll be able to go to this time because, you know, we need, I, I love baseball. I want to watch my Angels play a little bit more. Um, I think that's all I got, you guys. Uh, I want to say again, congratulations to the Dodgers, World Series champions 2020. Congrats to all my friends who are Dodgers fans. Uh, I will not be talking shit to you anymore. You guys have one of a World Series more recently than my Angels have, so you finally got that one out. <laughs> I can't use that as an excuse anymore, so, um, fuck. <laughs> I guess that's 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 all I got for today. I want to thank everyone for, you know, liking, subscribing. Uh, please like and subscribe on YouTube. That's the one I'm trying to push right now. Also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, and make sure to follow on Instagram. Please follow on Instagram. That's the, the home base for everything. That's where you're going to get all the memes. You're going to get, uh, you know, different polls. I put on a <laughs> pause. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put on you know surveys. You know DM me there. It's it's Instagram. It's cam.cast. K-A-M.K-A-S-T. Also, I got some sticker merch. I have a bunch of stickers. I kind of forgot that I have them. I'm looking at them right now. Um, if you guys are interested in you know maybe purchasing some stickers or or doing stuff like that, let me know. I'll be able to uh, shoot it shoot it on a post one day and be able to mail it out to you guys. And they're they're pretty cool. I'll be able to give you guys a sheet each. Uh, we can figure that out as we go on, though. But in the meantime, everyone, peace and love. Thanks for listening. Bye.